This is Marriage Grit, robust, real marriage talk with Jason and Emma Schroeder. Welcome to Marriage Grit. Grit, by definition, is courage, passion, resolve, and strength of character. We're excited to stand with you as together we build these sorts of marriages. This is what we believe a Jesus gives life to the full marriage looks like. Welcome. 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 Hey, good people. Mm. If you haven't yet read, we suggest you launch into Ephesians 5, 21 to 32. That's been our locating passage for this whole season. Read it, man. If you haven't yet, it will put hair on your chest. Which I think means you're speaking to the men. Yes, yes. (laughs) It's it's meaty. It is. There is goodness there. And man, if we can apply what that instruction from God is... Mm -hmm. It's life-changing. Even just a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah, take a step. (laughs) Take a step. Take a step. And so we are in a season this year of 10 Gospel Principles for Marriages with Grit, and today Mm -hmm. is Principle 7. We have made it to number 7, the godly number of 7. Good job. Yay. Yay, yes. And so today we are doing... Seven. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you want to know what it is? I do know what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I can. You're gonna have to wait. Why? Yeah, you have to. This is. It's like foreplay. <laughs> oh. It's uh, you, you just, rat. Just simmer <laughs> for a little while. That is and very naughty, Jason. On Paul. that note, let's go to the Word of God. Yes, please. Perfect. So Ephesians five twenty one, and I think we covered this in episode four, mm-hmm. and just looking a little here at. Well, let's read it. Submit to one another or humbly serve each other. Humbly serve each other out of reverence for Christ. Mm. And let's let's throw in there for good measure Romans 12 one. A bit of Romans. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper Worship. Mm. So I want to posit a thought here. Mm, Posit a thought. That surrendering to God's plan in your marriage is worship. Worship. Mm. That Ah. every act of serving your spouse out of reverence for Christ is actually an act of worship. Therefore, our seventh gospel principle, darling, and all of our listeners, (laughs) (laughs) seventh of ten gospel principles, this one is worship. Yeah. Wow. Worship. Okay, so surrendering to God's plan in marriage is worship. I'm just kind of getting my head around that. That yeah. that feels like a a thought that I maybe haven't sat in or pondered too much before in terms of how the marriage comfort covenant represents worship and our response to one another is worship. Yeah. That's a that's an interesting thought. It is. And I think that's what I do. Just come up with brilliant thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> and then present them to me and I decide what to do with them <laughs> and refute no, them accordingly. It's, uh, <clears throat> We're both clearing our throats a lot today. Yeah, sorry, we, we apologise. We are both well. Uh, so worship. Yeah. The act of surrender in a marriage, anything yeah. that, that elevates God is an act of worship. Yeah. And well, I guess it's probably good to look at what a – a definition of worship is that may help round yeah. out 
this context. So, sure. so Louis has something to say to us. Louis Giglio. Yeah. Like, like Louis Giglio. Mm. Puts it this way. He says, worship is our response, both personal and corporate, to God for who he is and what he has done, expressed by the things we say and the way we live. Mm. So <clears throat> the things we say mm-hmm. in our marriage yes. can be worship. Mm. The way we live in our marriage towards our spouse is potentially an act of worship. Yeah, wow. So I think it's worthy of just sitting in, and this is just, it, obviously it's a fresh thought for me. I haven't heard marriage described like this either. And Christ-centered marriage honors God. Tick. Correct. Uh, that. He's glorified in a Christ-centered marriage. Tick. Yep. That it's a it's a reflection of the unity in the Trinity. Yeah. Tick. Sounds a lot like worship. Yeah. It's uh, yeah yeah yeah. So, God, would you help us worship you in every part of our lives, mm-hmm. including in our. In our marriages. So, so it's really yeah. it's really pulling out and deepening and widening, I think, some of our understanding, mm. theology, definition that we have maybe had of mm. worship. So I think you're gonna bounce into that a little bit now. So aren't you? So what <clears throat> what sounds sweeter to God, darling? Let me ask you a few questions here. You're calling me darling quite a bit today. Mm. Yeah, it's cute. Sorry, dolls. Dolls. What sounds sweeter to God? Belting out three worship songs on a Sunday. Hmm. Or choosing to extend grace or kindness to your spouse? Yeah, well, that'd be mm. a great question to ask God specifically, wouldn't it? Yeah, hey, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Lord. Yeah. What sounds sweeter? Hmm. Yeah. What sounds sweeter? Playing worship music around your house or intentionally working on a weakness in your marriage? Yeah, well. For the glory of God. That is a sobering, poignant question. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you've got a great example coming up now, haven't you? This was your third one on the list. <laughs> you wrote this late at night or early in the morning. I don't or? think this should be said out loud, <laughs> but let's do it anyway. Uh, okay. Well, what sounds so, sweeter to God, babe? Uh, so so well, I've put here, a choir in full voice singing hallelujah sounds like pots and pan drums, a tissue box guitar and howling at the moon compared to the daily actions of a man and woman choosing to submit to humbly serve each oh, other sorry, everybody. in love. Nice <laughs> snort there, babe. <laughs> A tissue box guitar. <laughs> Levi made a tissue box yeah, guitar. I can, I, I can picture it in my mind. It's just when he was. A I mean, packer. it's actually quite a quite a r- ridiculously funny, but but quite accurate word picture. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think my snort might have taken <laughs> taken away the, the poignancy of the last point, babe. What was it compared to? What Do you maybe the, want to say that again? The daily actions of a man and woman choosing to submit to and humbly serve each other in marriage. Mm, okay. That that is glorious worship to God. Yeah. And our world is crying out to see more and more examples of that. His love transforming us in our hearts where we can love each other in a way that he's calling us to. That is glorious worship. That gives him glory. Yeah, and wow. And so I, then our heart is just, God, would you help me live that? Yes. That That's not something we just naturally do. Uh that it's we we need his presence 
and his power transforming us, leading us into that place. Yeah. So let's look look at a hypothetical here. Yeah. Let's so, get a bit practical, hey? Yeah. So yeah. hypothetically, yes. your spouse is really frustrating that you is one day. Never, I've never known that to happen ever. <laughs> and everyone listening, no, that's yeah. very- It'd be so strange. It's a very obscure Weird, right? hypothetical example. Okay. So your spouse is really frustrating you one day, multiple days in a row even. Mm. Whoa. And, <clears throat> and the feeling of love- is far away. Far, far away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not feeling it right there and then. Uh, th- this could be a helpful reminder for us. And it's been in my head the last couple of weeks as we've been pondering this. Because uh, I've been really frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you want to bring that out no. now in front how of everybody? I, should, we talk, should we talk about that? Differently. I um, know. Anyway. No, just this. This thought. This, yeah, this yes, thought. Yes, I understand. So, and, and the thought is... I humbly serve my spouse today as an act of worship to God who is fully worthy. Yeah. So I humbly serve my spouse today as an act of worship to my God who is fully worthy. So as an act of worship, I serve them. And again, this is even when our spouse is frustrating us, that I, I serve them by quarantining my attitude Yeah. and not letting it sneak out. Or rage out. Uh, <laughs> Leak out. But potentially, yeah. <laughs> Trickle out. <laughs> <laughs> all the ways that can come out. Uh, quarantining our attitude there and choosing love, mm. God's type of love. Mm-hmm. When we see that as an act of worship, yeah, then that feels different. Yeah. Yeah. More back to the, the definition with Giglio. Hey, like it's what we say <clears throat> and what we do. It's what we don't say and it's what we don't do. So... Mm. So mm. quarantining an attitude there is our response, which is because we love God. It's yeah. an act of worship to him. Yeah. 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 So another thing we could do, um, another example, is just is presenting ourselves to God for transformation. Mm. And so when we're frustrated at our spouse, as an act of worship to God, how about we, instead of taking it out on them or starting the narrative in our mind about all the things we don't like about them and the way they let us down and, and all of that, and, and yes, maybe some discussions need to happen and maybe there is a point of action that is required, but what if we present ourselves to God for transformation instead of taking it out on them? Yeah, wow. And so instead I'm like, God, I'm frustrated at my spouse. Would you shape me more and more into the person of love you're calling me to be. Yeah. Would, would you, you help my capacity? That's right. Would, would you grace? show me what you're showing me, what need you need to show me in this scenario? Yeah, about myself. Yes. Yeah. 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 How are you shaping me through this God? And and presenting ourselves to him for that work of transformation is an act of worship. Yeah. But that's, I mean, you, so much humility is required there, right? And mm. probably worth going back, listening to one of our other episodes on, on humility because yeah. – our human nature wants to point out the flaws, wants to point the finger, not so necessarily true. look at the fingers coming back at themselves. So, yeah. yeah, that gosh, we need humility in that space. Mm. Mm. For sure. Another thing we could do is simply just be kind. And maybe our kindness there towards our spouse is an act of worship. Mm. I like mm. kindness. I mm. like kindness. You do. You do. <laughs> so another act of worship could be not punishing 
them. And so mm. if we're feeling like they're really frustrating us, if we've been in a scenario where we feel really annoyed, we can then want to punish, we can want to withhold, mm. we can want to drill down on silent treatment or stonewalling. <clears throat> and this is certainly some of my history that I've really had to work on is that when I feel frustrated at Jace, I feel like I partly need to protect that, that my one, one time. that one time back yeah. in you know 2011. Uh, I feel like if I am frustrated at you, I need to stonewall. And so, you know, this is this is a learnt behaviour where mm. basically it's the silent treatment. And, and part of it is that I'm trying to protect myself because I don't want to say something hurtful or add to my frustration, add to your frustration. Also, though, it is a power play. It's I've then got all the cards because I'm dominating the emotional atmosphere. And so by punishing you, I'm I'm actually withholding worship. I'm actually not leaning into that place of humility before God. I'm actually not seeing you as God sees you. I'm I'm not I'm not positioning myself in that posture of loving God and loving you. Mm. And so all of that is embedded in that kind of silent treatment. And so that's that's a really interesting thing to consider. Yeah. And then asking God to help you yeah. not it, default to that, which I've I've been working on really for you twenty have, years. Yeah. And that you've God's done a, an amazing work there. And it, it's so easy to talk about this stuff. It's so hard to actually live it. Yeah. And to live it in the point of frustration. Yeah. And so this is where I think we we stumble. And so we've stumbled all over this stuff. Um, but then to, to come back to making decisions when you're at a point of calm. Yes. About this is the type of marriage we are building. Yep. And then acknowledging when you stuffed it up yeah, and when I went too far or wow, I actually, I stonewalled there or I wasn't kind yeah, um, or I was looking at your flaws and didn't want to see any of mine yeah. um, in that and to call it out, to apologize to each other, repent before the Lord and invite him back into that space. And that's the, the beautiful stumbling journey of transformation. <laughs> and he, he's so gracious with us every step along the way. Yeah, absolutely. I think another thing we can do when we're, when we're frustrated uh, is to is to lift our spouse up in prayer and and pray for them. Mm. And um, this, just this morning, I wasn't frustrated at him, but she just communicated some things in her world, and and so I've, I've tried to build that as a response. So there wasn't much I could do to help in those things, mm-hmm. uh, even though you would have liked to have. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> my my first thing is, what can I do to help? Yeah. Like most practical guys. Listen, um, please, and don't fix. Uh, yeah, oh, dude. <laughs> that, that is, that's like torture. <laughs> You've got much better uh, at that. Far out. Uh, and so then I just, just as I was walking back through the house, uh, I was just saying, God, would, would you help Em? Um, would you be her, her peace and yeah. her strength? Yeah. Um, what she needs at this time. And, and so that, that prayer being offered is an act of worship to God and it's an invitation for him to come and again bring what only he can bring into our marriage. Yeah. Um, beautiful. And I mean I think that's a great lesson in life too. Sometimes, you know, as women we're we're whinging about things and people rather than just sit in the whinge of frustration, actually just pray for them. Mm. <laughs> it can it can actually completely reposture yeah. your heart. Um, great. something I try and do with, with our kids if they're having trouble in a scenario at school 
rather than sit here and talk about that person, let's actually just pray for them. And so it, it, God does a work in that reposturing, I think. So good. So friends, there's some hopefully hypothetically but practically <laughs> embedded tools of actually what this may worship look like. Because, I mean, you know, this is quite an abstract concept in some ways, mm. but I think if we, you know, think of it in terms of that definition is that worship is our response and it's about what we say and what we live. And so if we then overlay that into our marriage, we can then place ourselves in that posture of worship to recognise that the little things actually are significant and they matter. Yeah. So I'm going to finish today yeah. with some Keller. Nice. Which is always a good thing. And so this is quoted from Meaning of Marriage texts, which we've referred to a number of times. It's, uh, it's deeply rich, but also quite convicting in only the way that Keller can do. So he says, we must say to ourselves something like this. <laughs> well, when Jesus looked down from the cross, he didn't think, I'm giving myself to you because you were so attractive to me. Hmm. That's us. No, he was in agony. And he looked down at us denying him, abandoning him and betraying him. And in the greatest act of love in history, he stayed. Yeah. (laughs) He said, Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. He loved us not because we were lovely to him, but to make us lovely. Hmm. Wow. I think that's that's worthy (laughs) of a revisit. He loved us not because we were lovely to him, but to make us lovely. So that is why I'm going to love my spouse. Speak to your heart like that, Keller says, and then fulfill the promises you made on your wedding day. Speak to your heart. Yes, your spouse may not be lovely right now, but my role here is to love them like Jesus. So good. So God, would you help us to live this? Uh, This is deep and this is challenging and we need your strength to pull this off. And so be a part of our marriages be the central core part and lord would you help us to see that every act of serving our spouse out of reverence to you is a beautiful act of worship and so good people Mm. let's dive in again to the adventure that's it yeah episode seven thank you for joining us we look forward to you joining us next month beautiful episode eight yeah in the meantime toodaloo Toodaloo. Okay. Bon voyage. I think that's on a boat. Anyway. The River Derchi. Is that something? <laughs> Do you want to pull out all our <laughs> salutations? Anyway, on that note. See you, folks. Goodbye. Remember, we didn't sign up for easy. We signed up for gritty because our world needs robust, healthy marriages. Mistakes and mess are inevitable, so let's stay committed to tenacious growth together. We believe in you. We are praying for you. It is so worth it. Thank you for joining us at the Marriage Grit Podcast. If you'd like to connect further, go to our Marriage Grit Facebook page or email us at marriagegrit at c3hh.com.au.